When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 910 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. We're back from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Joined today by James Dean Raider and Ben Funky Askren, who did not go, but I'm I am told he watched. Can you confirm he watched? A lot of wrestling. I watched all of the matches. I had my uh, I had my uh, what do you call Matcast up all weekend. Watch all the wrestling. That's awesome. It it man, I I know we say it every year, but this this year's NCAs did feel a little even more special, a little more dramatic, so. a little a little more. I don't know. There was just more energy around around it and through I it. I think and best finals since 2016. The one where boys wrestled Snyder. Is that 2016? Those were great. Um, I want to say 18 or 17 had an, a, an amazing run of, of finals. And it really was a start-to-finish incredible NCAA tournament full of, I mean, storylines throughout. You had, first of all, you had major uh, upheaval in 125 and 165 early right away. He had a 28 mm-hmm. and a 27 seed um, punch, not just win, but punch through and, and, and wind up placing it that weight class. And then just the drama just escalated every single round, it seemed. And um, Penn State had, a, had an amazing tournament again. Um, you know, seeing them put, put seven in the top three, eight All-Americans, five in the finals was a... Was, uh, was pretty impressive seeing Shane Van Ness come out and, and do what he did. Uh, was was a big surprise and big surprise. Ultimately, you know, I think it, this show starts with Penn State. You know, it was their it was their weekend. It was their tournament. They won ten now, not close. It was pretty much over. You know, pretty much over before it started. It's sort of over before it started, but then they um, they put the dagger in pretty pretty early on. Um, Ben, want to start with just your your thoughts on, on the tournament? That was all, yeah. Awesome wrestling. Best finals for a long time. Uh, a lot of high-level wrestling. I had so much fun watching. I was right on a lot of things. I was wrong on a few things. I will admit those as we go through the weight classes. Uh, I, I, did, I did my as All-Americans. I, did I beat you guys or not? Because I picked a lot of All-Americans. There were two weight classes I did terrible on. I did terrible at 125. I did terrible at 141. But heavyweight, I got eight of eight. I got all eight All Americans correct. There was two other weight classes where I think I got seven All Americans right, and the other ones I got all sixes. The only one less than six was forty one and twenty five. You know, CP over here never put his predictions in the sheet like I asked. What one twenty five to one forty nine? 
So those numbers have not been crunched yet. Disqualified. That's your only hope. Um, <laughs> um, there's a few that I predicted. I mean, that I, I feel like I got and you guys didn't get for sure. Uh, for example, White Henderson placing so high that you guys were sleeping on him a little bit. And he had the had whole audience captivated. He we're the chanting. only ones that were right about Hendrickson. You were wrong about Hendrickson. You guys picked him. I convinced you guys to pick him third. We picked him third. You picked him second. <laughs> you were wrong. Close. You know, I thought you had him beating Kirk, Kirk in the semis. I had he's, him second. He's trying Kirk to dunk on the split. thing he was 100% wrong about. <laughs> How did you guys pick him third? You guys didn't know he was going to be that good. Yeah, we, we love the American hero. Yeah, we're his biggest fans. Stop, Bro, you guys stop it right listen, now. Listen, I was, I, you played yourself so bad not being there. When they were chanting USA after he won, <laughs> it was so insane. It was so I should have been there, there on the floor just running in circles with an American flag. <laughs> Pat <Pack> Gordon <laughs> style. Getting them all juiced up. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Maybe next year. He, he did, uh, he was definitely the fan favorite. He was the official uh, mayor of Tulsa, duly elected mayor of Tulsa, they Bro, loved him. Pinned Cassiope and Davison. Yeah, he's he's, he's he ridiculous. Put, and he even he put Cassiope on his back multiple times. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's a freak. He is so so good. I mean, inverse Kirkfleet. That's the showdown next year, right? And, and didn't he yeah, come out and I get mean, the first takedown on? Yes, Kirk? he did. Yes, and he almost and then a lot of back. tummy time. It was a lot of tummy yeah. time for him. And the, the other thing, guys, is how much better he's gotten. Because that first year in 2021, um, he wasn't like really competitive. And then last year, we we're like, oh, okay, he's really good. And then he kind of flopped a little bit at the NCAA tournament. And then this year, he was just good all year. His only two, uh, he had one loss to Mason Paris, he had one loss to Kirkwood. Uh, but besides that, was really dominant in the rest of his matches. I don't really think there was another like one where he won that was close. Yeah. He when he's when he's better he smashes you know he smashes yes okay um, so. thoughts on on Penn State as as a whole Ben their um, title I mean obviously they're the best uh, but I would say a little if you're Penn State a little disappointing you know we there was that one stat that they were um, thirty and two in the last seven years in the semis and then they lost. Uh, their first two semifinals, so or sorry, they lost two of the first three. So right in the first three matches, they lose as many as they lost like in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going two and three in the finals, I mean, obviously every other team would be in, in, uh, you know enthralled, ecstatic with that performance. And yet Penn State very rarely loses that many in the finals. You know, and especially when someone like RBY, um, and he lost as decisively, which Vito is, I mean. Oh my God, he's one of the most impressive, and it's it's like it's break it breaks my brain that he lost to Sam Latona this year. No offense, Latona, but when you kill Fix in RBY, you should be losing to other people. Period. As close to this match of NCAAs was Latona, Latona. in the quarters. Latona took him down right I away. Know. I think it's wild. It's, Latona's length gives him problems. Talking just to people around the program, uh, the circumstances around that duel. I think if they had different people around, I don't think he would have wrestled that that match they just oh, didn't have a backup right. so they had to have him for that one and um on top of the fact that latona can wrestle Vito really well i think yeah we were texting about it afterwards i think i don't even know if it was the final i think it might have been after the dayton um oh major God, decision on dayton i mean dayton i don't think had ever lost by more than two points uh yeah in, in college smashed. and he got he gets majored and you know, Ben and his computer brain is like, this is this just doesn't add up. How is it? What is it? It's like 
there's two vetoes, you know, it's like there, you yeah, get this one real. and really talking with Mike, uh, gray about it, it, he didn't say that, but basically like there is this veto. And when he's clicking, he's, he is the best in the world in, in their opinion. And man, yeah. Because when you think I mean, about it's the same his, as his last gifts. year, Christian, when he he <clears throat> he loses to Vito, and I know Wait, or sorry, Vito Glory. lost to Pat Glory. I know Wait comes involved a little bit, but then he turns around, Tech falls him at the conferences. Yeah, or maybe he won by thirteen. He didn't take him, but you know, close, right? Yes, and just destroyed blew the doors off him, and then he loses to him two weeks later. Ben, yes, I, yeah, I don't know what to say. When when you think about his gifts, right? He's got this incredible speed and this insane power, and yeah. he has length on top of it. Like that combination yeah. of explosion and speed yeah. and crazy power. Like he he put Roman across his back. That a cutback couple was times. violent that he hit on him. Yeah, he can yeah. change Dude, directions. So, okay, with so such that move power. that I think that move is going to become something. I actually watched Noah Certain did it to. I'm blaming who he did it to. Noah Certain did it to somebody about. A month and a half ago, and I've been trying to get it on Mitchell when I wrestle him, and I just can't figure it out yet. I don't have it figured out, but golly, he hit that nice. It's when the legs on the outside, and they kind of hold the armpit, and then they use their head as a prop, and then they yeah. attack the inside of the leg. But usually, that cutback has been when the leg is on the inside, not the outside. So the current incarnation is a little bit different, and it, I think it's really good because you also don't you can wrestle out of it. If you don't get it, you can continue to wrestle as opposed to putting yourself in a really vulnerable position. Uh but man, he he, he hit that so well. Yeah. And it was the, it was the surprise of the finals to see Roman lose oh, yeah. that, someone that just doesn't lose. But I I will say I I thought I thought coming into the tournament Roman no doubt. And then as it was unfolding, yes. it it how how Ooh, much he of a almost war lost to Michael McGee? Had... I mean, Michael McGee, he's another one that's that 33 class. Michael McGee is so fast. He over wrestled that position. If there's a scramble with about 25 seconds left in the third period, and he over wrestles it. He passed his takedown. He, he was so fast, he went past where he needed to be, and then it let Roman back in the scramble, and then they went to overtime. Yes. And so after seeing that and just seeing what Vito did, I it was very much in my mind that it could happen. I was still not ready to. I still thought at the end of the day, Vito is going to wrestle really, really well, and Roman is just going to find a way to win. And yes, it just he couldn't get out of the hole, and he had a guy that was was matching his, you know, a lot of the gifts that he brings to the table, and uh, it, and it really it puts the tournament in, in perspective too, like to to choose to be in the sport, to to participate in it or to coach in it, like is to is to hurt, right? Because you're around, you know, Penn State just had an amazing tournament and you're, and you're, those coaches are still feeling, you know, they're happy for the guys that reach their goals, but, you know, it's there's still pain associated with, you know, Roman losing and, and you know, Max Dean yes. going out seventh place. Like, they're still like, and, and you know, Levi Haynes doesn't doesn't end up winning and, and Kurt Fleet goes down, like, as great as they are, like, and you see it across the board with all these teams, but even at the, you got the apex of the apex, and it's still like, man, you're, there's still some pain there with with how the tournament goes out. It's it's such a crazy sport, man. Like Alabama wins it national title. It's like it's just all wins. You could have the worst game ever. You could blow the game, and you're still everyone's partying. And then you could Penn State can put on this sort of a, a dominant performance and. 
no one's leaving fully fulfilled. It's 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 kind of a crazy thing. Yeah. I felt like uh, yeah, that's, I felt that's wrestling like, coaching for you. <laughs> I know. It's brutal. And man, I felt like uh like Amy Askren all weekend long with these guys like <laughs> I was so sad for so many people. I was but but like the simultaneous happiness yeah. for this guy that to that it went his way and then like even Keegan's match. I was like I was I was pumped that Keegan won. I, you know, he's great and then I was like immediately like bummed out for David Carr because he's such a great guy and good dude and amazing mm-hmm. wrestler. And it's like, man, he won the first two and then Keegan just figured it out. And I, I'm sure that's a, oh, baby. A, a source of great pride and excitement for you. How were you Definitely. feeling going in, going into it? Were you kind of similar uh, emotions? Or I was a little a nervous little given that he lost twice, but I had thought that he had the recipe for this time. And I was, you know, he nailed it. He did nail it. I mean, he's he's he solved a couple things. One, yes, the finishing was mm-hmm. was there, but more importantly, when David got to his legs, he was able to avoid getting finished on, which was something. That's really that, only one time though that he got there good. What do you mean? David only got to his legs like really deep one time. Yeah, so maybe maybe the better point is like the head hands was improved. Don't just, let him get don't let him get to your legs. Yeah, yeah. Which honestly, that brings up that brings up uh, that tweet I sent you this morning by Adam Chirpelli. Um, I have been predicting this for uh, a couple years now in my wrestling room, and that is that the scrambling is so good, people are not going to start. They're, the The next evolution is not um, finishing, but more attacking, where you don't get scrambled on. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of so. I'll read Adam Tirapelli's tweet, and I feel this. I feel you nailed I it. Can read it. That time is the enemy. The best uh, are excellent at attacking and finishing without getting into prolonged scrambles. Vito Brooks, Nino, etc. Yeah. So I thought that I think he nails it there. Um, and so, like with Car, with Car, Keegan is one of the most elite scramblers in the NCAA. There's no doubt about it. He's got a lot of weapons. He's flexible. Um, and Carr was able to finish on him. So it's like, hey, man, uh, you got to let him get your legs as few times as possible. Yeah. 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 It was a great final. It was kind of like, man, I, that you got to end at 149. Um, oh, yes. I was, you know how we were talking about like, oh, what are they going to do with the order uh, for, for finals? And now if, if, if Spencer hadn't lost, I'm not sure what they were going to do. But the, the plan was they were going to jumble the weights. And go like finish with like either twenty five or or forty nine. Oh, really? They were gonna have like the the guys going for three timers in front of them, like Starachi and Brooks. They were gonna oh and Roman. They were gonna do a bunch of stuff like that, um, like completely jumble it up. But then uh, they got, I think they got, they thought better of it and not better of it. Well, it got it got changed when Spencer, um, yeah, Spencer lost obviously, which I guess we should. I don't def- hate jumbling it up though. No, I think it'd be it'd have been great. It's not like yeah. UFC goes in some like order, yep. you know. Um, but we somehow we went 16 minutes before getting to the number one story that the, the uh, out of the NCAA tournament, the biggest surprise, the biggest upset. Is it the biggest upset since Gable Owings? It's up there, uh, Spencer. I mean, Lee, I, the, yeah, I would. I, we should actually make a list of the bigger biggest upsets. Um, I mean, what, one of the counterpoints, I was talking about this, everyone was watching the finals with me, was the counterpoint is, well, Ramos did put him on his back a month ago. 
Yeah. And so like you knew that there was some possibility of that. And I think maybe there was other matches where you thought there was no possibility. Like it was it was a zero. And with Spencer, even though you think he's way better with Ramos and how dangerous he is, you think, okay, well, he put him on his back a month ago. Maybe he's able to do it again. Yeah. But I think one thing we've seen is like regular season Spencer versus NCA Spencer is always always elevated. Yeah. And I thought after feeling Ramos one time, he'd be he'd be able to to handle him. And the whole match unfolded like well, hold on, Christian. Take one step back, though. Uh, I mean, Spencer. I don't want to say he struggled in the quarters, but he it was he didn't bonus right. Relatively he got speaking, absolutely, you could say that. For I mean, he got turned yeah, for four, so. and um, he he almost went over a, a second time. And yeah. it it had me asking the question again that we ask we've asked for years with this guy. Why does he go under? When you're, you're the greatest was, top wrestler. I don't know why he went down on that one. That greatest was top wrestler of a generation. Anthony Noto's best position by far was top. You go under, you pay a price there. He still wins, but why are you going under? But then, finally, then. he goes. To, he's down 4-0 to Ramos, and then he gets away 4-1 after the 2-2, two and two, and he takes top, and he gets a four-point turn, rides yep. him out, and, like, back in business. Smart. gets a, And then... You were st- I was still feeling going into that third period. I was like, this is still very, very much in, in the balance, right? There was no yeah. power to me. It was like, okay, he's he's restored it and now it's good because you could just tell he wasn't he wasn't one hundred percent Spencer. There were some things that were not he got to his single leg. Well, first of all, he was shooting his single leg a bunch and not his high crotch, which is strange. It's normally the opposite. Mm, so I yeah. thought that was that Do you think it was because Ramos was keeping more space, or you think uh, is there another reason? I don't know. I don't know the reason. All I know is I'm just so used to him. We're so used to watching him shoot that that high, high crotch, crotch to, the, to yeah. the other side, and to see him not just shoot the single, but almost exclusively the single, maybe entirely the single. That said, something was like, all right, well, something maybe up a little bit here, and he was sort of getting in, like he wasn't getting total shallow penetration. And he couldn't pull it in, which is another thing you're not used to seeing. So I could tell yeah. he wasn't wrestling th- the best we'd seen him by any stretch. Yeah. And then so so going into the third, I know it's going to be in the balance. And then he gets that takedown. And then when it was seven four a minute to go, I was like, all right, that then you're feeling like he's got it because he may have even had riding time at that point, if not close to it. So he's up by a good yeah. margin, and then. He ends up underneath on his knees for a while and he just kind of didn't clear out of the position and let Ramos get this weird head pinch scenario and gets the pinfall. It was it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris thing is we almost didn't even get that match because Ramos had to he barely yep. beat Cardinal. <laughs> yeah. Ramos won at the buzzer, like two seconds left. Mm-hmm. He he beat the buzzer against um Trombley too. He was he was oh, like yeah. beat in that match. And late takedown there. It might have been in tiebreakers or something, or late regulation was down by one, got a takedown and won it. Same with Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Cardinal was winning with under 10 seconds to go, and he gave up a reversal. And then here, that was all. And he pins he pins Spencer Lee, and it's just, uh, it, it was a just a mob scene. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it um, when it happened. And yeah. I don't know what else there is to say about it other than whoa. The crowd went whoa. crazy, and then it was almost eerie. 
eerie. At the start of 133. I, it, yeah. Well, I mean, hung, how about this, though? How about this? What were the betting arena. odds? What were the betting odds? Tell me the betting odds this. Spencer and Dayton both get bonused in the semis. How much money would you have won on that? That's yeah. like 10,000 to one or something. Right. 100%. Um, oh, my God. After the quarterfinals, uh, I definitely wasn't predicting Spencer to lose in the semis or finals. I thought he would get past Ramos. Really? But, I thought I thought after the quarters, for sure, I didn't think Ramos had, I thought Glory had a shot. Yes. That's what I would have said. Is on top. I, I would have said I would have put money on Glory because the odds still would have been good publicly. A lot of money would have gone on Spencer. And it yeah. was like Glory wrestling great. Um, and, and, Glory, and like 10 hours after a weigh-in too. And Glory, he looked and felt like he it was his tournament too. Yes. It's easy to say that now. And Spencer... No, it, I, I'm with you. It looked like Spencer felt the pressure maybe or like you said, wasn't maybe quite right or something. And it was like Glory had momentum and energy. And uh, going in, I was like, Glory's got this. Yeah, I, I thought the matchup was great for him in the finals against Ramos when, when I just thought Glory is going to be able to really tighten where the match is happening and in a way where Spencer is so good from so many places. He'll just like engage in kind of every position freely. Whereas Pat is just going to keep it right here. This shot, it was, and it, it played out exactly that way. It was a, it was a dominant performance. And I'm, I'm, I was feeling the same way JD was, even if he got by Ramos, it was the most doubt I had had that Spencer was going to get the title just because of how good Glory looked, I mean, he was he was dominant throughout. A two over Cronin yeah. is 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 a is a nice result. Um, of course, Spencer beat Cronin by more every time. But the way you were seeing it unfold with the Noto thing, and then even if he had ridden out Ramos for that win, I still would have been like, um, there would have been. I think there would have been serious, not doubts, but questions. Like, man, I think. I really think Glory can do this. It, it, it was the same thing as RBY yeah. Vito, kind of. Like, after Vito had such yeah. an amazing performance in the summits, you're like, I'm like, I'm still picking RBY, but this is a thing. It's a thing, for sure. Yes. And I do 100%. not feel very confident going into this. Like, I, man, like, I was fairly confident. Uh, again? Uh, like, Arusha, man. And then Gilman destroyed him so bad in Final X. Yeah. That's like you think a, about that, and you think about well, I think RBY would be competitive with Gilman, but Arusha wasn't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that different Arusha. I really wonder with all these guys, it's gonna be so fascinating what weight class they all go if they're all going to use open because you got a lot of guys who are really, really good here, and then you add in the senior level guys. It's gonna be so awesome. Yeah, Thomas it, is not a good matchup for Vito. Vito must struggle with guys with a little bit more length. Like a Latona power and a Gilman, yeah, and crazy power with Gilman, yeah, crazy power, yeah. I mean, like, God, you got to think Arusha's best weight class if you got the pick in all the Olympic weights would be sixty-one because mm-hmm. he looks good here, but he's gonna want to go to the Olympics, so he's gonna have to go down, right? Yep. Same thing with RBY. You think the same exact thing with him, Dayton? You probably think the exact same thing, Dayton. Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe I don't know if we're on thirty-three. Yeah, I mean, Dayton's had a regression. He lost to Michael McGee also. Uh, and Michael McGee is good. I think he's he really, maybe really should good. have had that reversal. But, but even still, I think it's overtime, right? 
Yeah. Uh, I just think, yeah, uh, yes. I think with Dayton, it's like it, for a while, the only people he lost to in America were the Uber elite, the Suriano, the Gilman, that type. And so to see him lose twice at one NCAAs, uh, when obviously this would be the first time, right? The other times he's only lost once in the finals. And this mm-hmm. time he lost twice. Um, and I want to say, did he have one more close match that, uh, in the quarters was a competitor, Bird. maybe? Bird was 3-2. Bird, that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, so, yeah, almost a little bit of regression makes me wonder kind of like, what what's up with Dayton? He, he wrestled tight all weekend, tight. I thought. Didn't didn't really open up. Um, didn't, yeah, it did not look like the best version of Dayton we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's been the... Uh... If you're like, okay, Dayton Fix loses this match, why? You know, if they tell you beforehand, I think most people would say he probably didn't attack enough. He didn't create enough leg attack opportunities. He's so good defensively. He's really good on top. But when it comes time to generate against the best of the best, that's when it's been been tougher for him. Yeah, and even the the, the Nagao match was close also. Very close. I yeah, I forgot get, about that. I one. didn't get to watch that one because I was coaching, but I remember looking at it and then I'm I'm right now I'm looking through the track thing. It was zero zero and then Dayton is up three zero after the second period, but then Nagao got escape a takedown. Um and so it was three three, I think. And Dayton had to he got a penalty point for stalling and then a reversal to win. Yes. Yes. Um Yeah, so Dayton it you know he's got another year. It sounds like he's coming back. Uh, John Smith said he expects Dayton to be back. He hopes he's back, and he also expects to be back. That was a question Andy asked him, Oof. like, "Hey, what what are you thinking?" And yeah, when was he, the last time Oklahoma State took 18th at NCAs? Well, John John is just so candid. He's like, "Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I thought I was going to retire 15 years ago or 17 years ago, and um, I'm still here." 17 years ago, 2006. Yeah, he, Dang, he would have been young. Yeah, he's like, I, he's like, it's, he's like, that was there was a real consideration there, and now I'm still doing it. And then he's like, shoot, they might, they might can me, you know, after this performance, which of course I don't, I don't think is realistic at all. But he says he's going to be back for for next year. But yeah, I mean, Oklahoma State tied with Air Force. Um, that's yeah, just I mean, kind of a crazy I think thing it's, to think about. I'm sure the Oklahoma State people will hate this, but I mean, given the performance, it's hard to argue. I think there's something up in Stillwater, and they're still getting a lot of high level recruits, and a lot of them aren't really panning out all that well. And so I don't know what it is. The lifestyles, I mean, I hear things, I can't say that they're true or not true, um, or the training or something, but something is, is causing a lot of guys to not pan out. Yeah. I, now, and I will say, if you look at, our expectations for them coming into this season, I don't think there was a, a ton of um, – there weren't high expectations for this team. I mean, John Smith was was definitely tempering expectations in media before the season started. Like, we really got to develop here. Um, so yeah. if you look around, it's like, okay, well, where did we expect points? I, I would say, you know, Whitlake was a blue-chip guy that you would say he should be yep. – this, this is someone who should be on the podium at this point in his career, and he's not. Uh, he has been, but he's not now. Dayton, yeah, but, you, you for sure would say you would expect better from him. But beyond that um, – But hold on, hold on. Caden Young was a, a blue-chip guy. Trevor Mastro was a blue-chip guy who quit or I don't know what he's doing. Um, 
You have Plot was definitely a blue chip guy, and he yeah. actually all American. Yeah. You know, White Sheets has been an all American previously. Uh, G Feller has been close or competitive. Uh, Bowinovich was a blue chip guy. Uh, I mean, yeah. so there's a lot of these guys who were Carter Young. I don't know if I said him blue chip yeah. guy. You right? called him who Kaden really Young, good, who are panning out. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? You called him Caden Young, but we knew what you meant. Oh, did I say Caden G Feller then? Yeah, I think. Okay. You did now. If, if there, not. We actually have a guy who wrestles for AW Green Bay named Caden Young. Good Greco guy made the state finals. Lost to Ethan Riddle. Tough kid. Tough, <laughs> tough guy. So that's probably why you yes. said it. Uh, yeah. No. No. There, they, there was talent there. But I'm just saying, going into this year, you weren't expecting anything from from Victor Voinovich. We weren't. If, our expectations uh, were not high. True. I would have said I think Victor Voinovich can be pretty damn good. I mean, guys, he he. He was really good in high school. I remember watching him and thinking, okay, this guy could be really good in college. He had a good guest. And I remember he came back and won at the end of who's number one? Yeah, he beat It was Vasquez. the one in Austin. Who did he beat? No, he beat. Oh, oh, I'm thinking of when he pinned Vasquez at who's number no, one. No, he pinned Vasquez, but then the next year he came back and won in the third period with two takedowns. Yeah, I can't recall who that was. It against. was the one in Austin in that hotel because yeah. it was it was a crony year. But it was a guy, like, I think that guy can be really good, you know? And did I think he was going to be a top eight guy? No, but I thought he could be, well, then, you know, yeah. really competitive with those best guys. Yeah. Um, and maybe sneak in. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I think it's a little revisionist. We were not expecting much from, from Oklahoma State this year. This year. You were not expecting and, 18th place. In October, October of 2022, we were not expecting – Many of those guys on the podium. Uh, you were not other, expecting 18th, though. No. Maybe it was like I, 8 through 12, something like that. And yeah. And that would be a little disappointing for Oklahoma State. Listen, it's disappointing, but I'm also – Yes. Let's let's not pretend we, we had a high expectations for this team. Okay. Who's um, coming off the bench that's going to get them some more points next year? I don't – I mean, you know, Jordan Williams. I'm not, I'm not saying they're giving points. I'm just naming people. Yeah, of um, course. Th- that are good. But I yeah, I mean Jordan would be one. Um they have Christian Carroll coming in. But you know, you think about their team, it's it's not going to be going to be tough. Not going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be another tough year for sure. Yeah. Um cuz they lose they lose G and they lose Whitlake and that's going to be it. Sheets also, yes. Yeah. So they got some they got some doing. Yes. Okay, so we're, we're we're definitely bouncing around as I, as I assumed we we probably would today. Um, what else do we want to get? Start to? at twenty five. I mean, you want to go back and just start to go through the weight classes? Or yeah, let's go back how do you through. Dissect this. Um, let's 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 do that. Um, I got my I got my printed. Twenty five. We here. actually talked to some about because we talked about Ramos's close match in both the the round of sixteen and the quarters. Um, he was Cronin also, over how about Ventresca? I mean, I'm sure you said you knew Ventresca was coming out of the 27, but he beat Steve-O and he beat McKee, and then he beat Barnett to All-American from the 27. Yeah, so I – well, I'll I'll say this. I thought for him to get the 27 and land on Steve-O, I was like, that's a great matchup. I, I was excited yeah. about that for, for Eddie, but – you know, beating McKee, uh, I was I I didn't think so, but I mean he lost in sudden victory to Cron- to Cronin, and then 
he punches through against Barnett. It was a, it was a great performance by by Eddie, and yeah. you know, killing Carnell was was de- it was definitely special to see him, you know, finish his career with with an All American finish. He had is he surgery. done now? He's done. He had surgery twenty seven days before uh, on NCAA's on his on his other knee. He has a torn ACL in his, Uh-oh. I think, left, and then his right one. He had a had a knee injury there, so he was, you know, messed up, but. Got it yeah. done, and and as you as you mentioned, he was right there to beat Matt Ramos in that in that quarterfinal bout, and he beats Unger to place. And then him and Eddie scored like I feel like the most points Eddie scored all year when he put seven up on on him to to place. Yeah, um, Anthony Noto getting fourth. What a what a great job by him. I I didn't expect him to place top four coming into this no, year, or, or even know. coming into the tournament. A lot of people dunked on his seat. He gets last laugh. We don't. Lot, we, we are a lot of people. No, he had a tough season, and he beat. Um, I can't remember, but I we dunked that hard. We dunked the seeds. We dunked hardest on were were Caleb Smith and 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 Stevo, and that yeah, and a heavyweight, and all those seeds ended up playing out as we would have predicted. I mean, like, Stevo had a relatively good term. He made the round twelve and lost to Courtney. That's not yeah, he did good. terrible, but. I mean, and Caleb Smith got screwed because D'Agostino got upset first round too. So we had D'Agostino mm-hmm. in the first wrestle back. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a brutal draw. That is um, felt for App State. You know, Milner's out, and then Smith tough draw. Yes. Um, but what what else? I mean, oh, the 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 obvious other thing with as we talk about one twenty five top and bottom is Spencer doesn't wrestle back. Um, you know. No real information from the program as to the why, other than long road to recovery. Well, can um, I ask about one thing? So you said you said he will wrestle the U.S. Open, I believe, and other people said he will not. Well, I, it's one of those. Um, <laughs> I don't, so, which, so do you have the good information, or is someone else? Well, is I he well, hold on. I mean, I haven't said anything definitively. Oh, I publicly. thought I thought I saw you tweet that he he said he will. I thought you said. Speaking to him post semifinals, he indicated he will wrestle Dio's Open. Um, I think he will. I think oh, he will. But like, okay. there's not been anything definitive from Spencer Got from it. Iowa. That's just my current prediction on what I think is going to happen. Um, I think we will see him. I'm I'm trying to find the tweet. I went I went on a tweet spree yesterday, talking about uh, it was fun. Florida at the airport. Um, actually, we were driving. It was the only two hours I didn't drive. I was I was kind of breaking. I was Katie got concerned. I was like, all right, you you finish it, finish the drive. <laughs> um, and let me get on this this Twitter machine. So yeah, I um I can't find it now, but it okay. doesn't matter. I do. Hey, so think, if he's healthy enough to he wrestle will. in five weeks at the Open, uh, I mean I don't know. I just I feel I would have wanted to go out there to finish it off. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, the one the mem- the one memory I was thinking about was um. You guys remember when Dylan Ness just took the map to default and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of gave us a cool. wave? He got, he got like a know. standing ovation. It was so cool. I mean, yeah. just there's just something about going out on your shield um, that I love about the sport of wrestling and how humbling it is and, you know, that you you do the wrestlebacks. And um, I could say in my career there was one match I did not wrestle, um, and that was really it. And so, you know, I don't know. I, I think my last year in college I would have got upset by – 
Eric Lucky in the semis, I would have been out there the next morning if you had to fight a crutch out there. I probably would have been out there crawling yeah. around trying to win. A lot of people say Lucky should have won that match. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it would have been um, a, a a lot of good vibes towards Spencer. I mean, it still yeah. was like back. when he was on the podium. Yeah, for a whole sure. bunch of cheers. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I think you want to see him. I mean, that's how his Iowa career. Anyone other than like the team that he would ultimately be wrestling against would probably be good to see Spencer go out with a win to close out a, a legendary career. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I was disappointed, like probably every wrestling fan. It, that was the last time you're going to watch him wrestle a folk style match, wrestle for the University in of Iowa I, singlet. I, in Iowa singlet. So yeah, I was. Yeah, I wanted to see that, of course, and. Yeah, the reasons we'll probably learn more as, as time time goes on, time passes. I don't think there's a serious, serious injury there. I don't think um, it, it's anything like that. Um, where, well, like, so when he, you said, you know, earlier you said he wasn't feeling right or looking right or something to that effect. Um, yeah. You know, obviously pressure can do wild things to people. And I, I think one of the big ones, I think about Kale in 2004, um, you know, there's a story where like Bobby Douglas and someone else had to talk him into wrestling the last match against Fullheart Marie. I, mm-hmm. I, he won his first one. He lost his second one. But you could almost like, and this is me as a 20 year old kid or 19 or whatever I was at that point in time at the trials. Like, I could feel you could feel it. You could see it on him. Like I was, I was, I felt like I was watching him wear the pressure and just the way he was competing was a little different. And then. You know, they talk him into going back out there and, and it felt like a different person. And then um, there was a sense of levity. But then to me, like, Kale retiring after that was like, I don't want to deal with this pressure anymore. I want to move on to the next thing. I'm ready for it. I got my Olympic gold. I got my four titles. I'm moving on. I don't know that to be true. I've never had this conversation with Kale, but um, that was how I felt as a spectator. Um, so the pressure can do wild things to people. That is a weight. It is a weight to carry that. Yes. It's got to be, it's been a weight on Spencer, like it was a weight for Kale and a lot of these guys. And some people it's, it's easier for, but I don't think it's easy for anyone. And I, I think yeah. that could have very well been a component of it. I mean, I think you saw Spencer doing some things that were like um, a little uncharacteristic in, in some of his matches. And mm-hmm. you can attribute that to a lot of things. I mean, it, it could have been health. It could have been the moment. It could have been a lot. But I, I don't think we saw the best Spencer Lee in Tulsa this, this weekend. I, th- I feel no, pretty confident I, I about that. So. And then I think Coach Brands even alluded to that. He's like, there's some things you normally see from Spencer that we, we didn't see tonight. It was right after the, the semi-loss, which he, he described you know, as, as, as tragic, as he was like being asked to sort of recount what happened. But... He essentially was like, there's some speed and some things you you normally quickness you normally see from him that you didn't see today. Um, so I, I would I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but big big uh, bummer. I, see, I I hope he's doing well. You know, I think that's a that's a thing to deal with. You know, you think about. I mean, Gable was talking about it for a long time. The Owings loss, even post winning the Olympics and all his all his accolades that, that Dan Gable reached, I think the Owings thing is still a big chapter in his life all these years later. Um, so I hope it doesn't become that for, for Spencer, although, yeah, you know, 
sure, sure, probably would. Not going to go away soon, though I hope it does. Uh, 33? Are we good on 25? Anything else? 25? I think we're done on 25. Uh, yeah. But you, you've said this. You've already said this. This is me repeating you. Um, we lose a lot of top and skill here next year. So I think um, <laughs> Cronin's got to be done. Glory's done. Spencer's done. Courtney's done. Noto's done. Right? Noto. Cardinal's done. I don't think Cardinal is done. Um, Anthony Noto. No. He's only a sophomore. Oh, boy. He's only oh, a sophomore. Wow. He has five years left. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who, who else? So I got the rest of them correct. Though, right? Yeah. We will get the return of Camacho. And the return of Drake. And the return of Richie Figueroa. Yes. Yeah. And the return of the Mac. That's right. Who's the Mac? Come on, bro. It's a famous song. It is also a conference. Yeah, I know, but I thought it was. Uh, oh, I thought you were actually like calling. I thought you were saying a nickname of someone. No, we'll just give someone twenty-five pounder the nickname, Same. the Mac, and then then it'll make. Let sense. people call people, the, you know, the Mac if they've uh, maybe say a uh, Mac in their last name or something. Yeah, effect. Okay. Yeah, we need that. We need a we need a Mac. So yeah, twenty-five is going to be. People are asking, yeah, who's the number? I mean, Ramos is the favorite right now, but you you think about that and. He's going to – maybe he elevates another level, but he's going to be in matches. I don't think anyone's probably going to go through this weight unscathed next year. I think it's going to yeah, be – Yeah, I mean, he won 3-2, tiebreaker, 8-7, the yep. first three matches. Yep, yep. Yeah. So it, 25 is going to be – it'll be like – I don't know if it'll be like 97 where it's just like who's going to win this weight. And now, ultimately, 197 emerged with an undefeated NCAA champion in the top seat. So it looks like now, like, oh, yeah, Nino was just the best guy. But going into it, we, we really didn't know that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, 125 next year. I, I am looking forward to the uh, how the different dynamics for all, all these weight classes. Vito is back. Did you realize that, Ben? Uh, I did know that. Yep, I knew Vito had one more year. So that's huge for... You know Cornell and uh, the whole thing, so that that's so pretty 30, cool. How about thirty three? Who's back at thirty three? Let's see. Fix so RBY is done. Fix got another year. Michael McGee's got to be done. He's, He's done forever. Nagal's back. And the rest of those guys are back. Nagal, Mendez, Latona, and Arini are actually kind of young. I think so. Thirty three yeah, is going to be one of the tougher weights next year. I mean, it feels like it often is, and that's yeah. not to mention. Um, you know, Lucas Bird's back. He did not place. Oh, really? He's back? I thought he was actually done. Oh, well, I'm saying that. I think he's back. And, and then Cannon and Ragason are probably done also, right? Ragason? No way. Ragason's definitely got Really? Least... I feel like Ragason's been around forever. That's two more years. Bird's got two. Oh, my I think... God. This feels so weird. I think oh, Dylan's got two as well. Oh, also, my gosh. These, Bird these has, guys have to got you know, years use them. Because Bird Trust registered them in 2020. More. What? Bird registered at 2020 and then 2021 didn't count. So he's got two years left. Yeah. Um, Tough for uh for Mickey Phillippe. Bro, that was brutal. Fourth yeah. time round of 12 guy. Fourth time blood round. Yeah. I talk, I, you know, I, I talked to him afterwards. He seems like he was doing, doing pretty well with it. Obviously hurting, but um, that's the thing, man. It's, you, 
it's weird being there and it's even weirder being in the tunnel being around it you feel like you feel like you just walked in on such a private personal moment but you're just everyone's just around it's like yeah but the a dream has been crushed like you would never be around for this for anyone else for someone you really don't know that well but then you're surrounded by true agony and exiting it's like listen we know it's a sport and we know it's like it is not life or death out here but these are lifelong dreams and life a lifetime of work for a lot of these these people that in a, a dream unfulfilled like they don't they don't get what they wanted to do and it's it's it is sort of surreal and strange like you feel like you're not even supposed to be there for some of those moments and watch watching mickey walk off and seeing him walk down the tunnel and hearing his emotion it's like man this is it's it's so brutal um yes but his impact on the sport is is still going to be huge he's going to get into coaching and have a huge impact on on wrestling bigger than an all-american finish can can provide so nothing but good stuff coming from mickey Philippi. yeah for sure Gritty performance from true freshman Jesse Mendez on the back side. Oh my god, for real. Some oh. of those <laughs> Hey, okay, how about the Buckeyes? guys? Yeah. They did really good. I kind of wrote them off. They did really well. But they didn't uh, write back. hold on. What? They didn't write back. You wrote them off. They, they didn't, didn't write. write back. Did you uh, see um, uh Purdue's tweet but, after Ramos won? Uh-uh. It was what? that caption and it was just a bunch of people like tweets of replies like who is Matt Ramos? Who is Matt Ramos? Oh, He'll get pinned. Oh, he'll get pinned. And they just posted the receipts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what were you um, going to say, Ben? No, what I was going to say is that the ultimate tiebreaker rule has got to be changed next year. Yes. But actually, it backfired on – well, it backfired on Cole Matthews and both mm-hmm. part of it because Matthews wrote him out and then chose neutral, which Matthews is great on bottom. I don't know why he chose neutral. I thought that was a bad decision right away. Um, and then – I think I believe it happened. To, uh, so Mendez won. He won one to one, three to three, one to one. What? Yeah. How is that possible? Three straight tiebreakers. Three tied matches. Three. Oh my three, god. Three wins by criteria for Jesse Mendez. Um, and I want to say the bird match, which is the blood round. It may have been Regan, but. Um, they were on challenge. bottom trying to escape and he like uh he like they were almost there and he bear hugged and put him back down. Like they were like this close to an escape and he has freaking got it and put him back down. So yeah, I mean that was JD, if there was a gritty performance, that was it for sure. He was gritty, um for sure, going through there. I mean, he was you know, he was the thirteenth seed and you know, I, I I took some exception with how heavily the big Ten was punished for having a lot of really good guys in the seeds, but yes, it was a tough path for him, and he he found a way to to punch through. Great, great, you know, there, there was a re- re- very realistic scenario where he goes like two and two here, right, or yes. worse. And, well, I mean, guys using a tiebreaker, he was in three tiebreakers in a row where he, he tied the guy, and he won because of the rules. So I think they gotta change that rule. You cannot choose neutral in this in the second set of the tiebreakers. That yeah. that's a crap rule. Yeah, I I I completely agree. I, I don't like it. Um Yeah, it just doesn't seem right. It's like all right, tiebreakers, everyone goes top or bottom. Top or bottom, you get top yeah. or bottom. If you want to choose top twice and if you can write them out uh minute in a row, 
I'm fine with that. I mean, that, that's a risky proposition right there, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but yeah, the I guess we should we should we should talk about we talk about the the wrestling bucks. They they were third for a little bit, and then Cornell balled out with Foca getting third, and then of course Vito. I think Vito winning put them past them. Once actually, if Sammy had won, I think Ohio State would have passed. Him, would yeah. have passed them back. Yeah, because they only won by two and a half points. Yeah, so Cornell won the two in the finals. So they, they were below Ohio State, then they won the two in the finals, one above. Correct. Um, and not to get off Buckeyes too soon, but Mike Gray. Mike Gray. I mean, what a job he's done. What I mean, you, you think about the circumstances. Like he was, he was the next guy in line at Cornell, but no one was thinking in 2020. Oh yeah, Mike Gray's going to be. When's Cole going to leave and when's Mike going to get the job? And then he goes to Stanford and Mike's at Pan Am's and all of a sudden he's the head coach of Cornell and <laughs> their first, first trophy since I think, I don't know if it was Gwiz or Donnie Vince, but like 2012, which I did not realize um, was the case. So really? Yeah. Did, wow. I didn't realize that either. I didn't either. I would have guessed. I would have guessed there's another one in there somewhere. Me too. Me too. Yeah. But you know, I, I always remember when Coach Cole was like, "You can't." You know, we this was our window because like it was like 2011. They could have won NCAs that year, and they're like, "We can't." At Cornell, you maybe not can't be in position to win it every year, but this was our chance to win it. And I've always remembered yes. that. Like, man, the things have to align. You got to get a. A veto and a and a and a Yanni type of guy, and then, you know, the other thing that you kind of forget is, you know, Jonathan Lowe was all American at 184 that they lost to injury yeah. this year. Luis Fernandez was around his 12th, and guy. Cornell was uh, Cornell was winning with he was killing Swiderski and got yeah. mixered. He got mixed up, mixed up. He with was at seven one or something like that, and got seven mixed one. With Fifteen left. Yeah, ouch. So the, I mean, he Coach Gray. Amazing job, incredible performance. I mean, you can't help but but feel like. Wait, did you say Luis Fernandez also? Yeah. Okay. He was round of twelve last year. Yeah, and, dang. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, they lost Luis Fernandez and Low, and then Ramirez actually got upset first round, and then his wrestleback path. It seemed like everyone lost to make his wrestleback path tougher. His wrestleback path was Facundo, Braunagel, Kennedy. He beats all of them dudes, and he lost to Shane Griffith in the blood round. Yes. He got screwed, yeah. huh? Well, he lost to Caleb Fish. So that's his fault. That's shout out producer Tyler. Shout out to Tyler the producer. How he did been... Tyler call that one? Respect <laughs> Caleb Fish. Yeah, he's <laughs> Tyler explain yourself. He's been asking for respect of Caleb Fish his for some time. His name is Caleb Fish. <laughs> yeah, it's as simple as his name's Caleb Fish, therefore. Yeah. I don't know. Same. Producer Tyler probably the only one in the country that had fish making the quarters. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't Tyler. Did you really have making the quarters? I mean, not really. But yeah, I didn't make no really. bracket. He didn't make no bracket. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, great job by by Cornell, and they lose Yanni, which feels big. But Marsha Pyro coming in. Uh, you know, someone asked me a, a a freshman that I could see making waves next year, and he was the first name I said. And then Yanni 
Um, because I said I th- I think he's be able to compete with all these guys at 149, and someone's like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. And then Yanni, you know, he's like, he's gonna be able to basically confirm what I said, which he's a much better authority on it than me. So I think you can expect a lot of great stuff from from Meyer next year as well for Cornell. So continuity, they could place again for sure. Yes, but I feel like this year uh, coming out of the the tournament. Does feel like Penn State's just got a, such a tremendous leg up, even going into next year, even though they, well, lose, they lose Dean and Roman, Dean and Roman. Yeah, I mean next year's the Maybe big year because next year Starachi. they lose. They no, no, use I don't Starachi know what did Starachi say. People ask me if he's coming back, and I, what did he say? He just says wild things all the time. I don't listen to what he says. Bro, he's gonna be back. There's no scenario I, yeah. he doesn't come. He just back. says wild things constantly. Yeah, yeah, he will be back. Uh, don't bet on it. Uh, so yeah, he'll be back. They're gonna insert, you know, is Bar gonna wrestle right away? Could they move? I mean, I've been pretty. So Aaron Brooks is gonna move up, right? Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, that yeah. I feel like that's been a long time coming, and I think now it's really gonna happen. Um, nice. Oh my gosh, sorry. I'm I'm distracted by JD's slack. He's got up right now. <laughs> Um, oh, but they're going to be really... on the screen, Mr. JD Raider. Uh, Tim Fish in the chat. Uh, nothing wrong with the name Fish. I don't know if this is kin to Caleb or not. We like the name Fish. That's why we... <laughs> Tyler rides for Caleb. Yeah, yeah, we're we're Team Fish here. Sushi boys, the whole thing. Okay, so Penn State, they're they're going <laughs> to be big favorites next year. I, I'm curious what they do at 25 and 33. Um, are they going to hit the portal? You have to assume they. What about uh, um, Robbie Howard? Yeah, like he'll go one of those weights, right? Like, sure. will he go yeah. thirty-three? Will he go twenty-five? I don't know. Um, so oh, you yeah. got you have it. Hey, it's it's been uh with four fifty-six minutes, and you haven't bragged on uh, your boy Bo Bartlett yet. So we're we're on forty-one. Get it done. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. He's really good, as I've I, I told mean, you. He needed to, what? What did I say all along? What did I say when you were dunking in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two? He's at the wrong weight class. That's all I ever said. Wrong weight class. Yeah. The guy's a national title kind of talent. Um, yeah. And he almost lost in that quarter to Cole Matthews. Cole Matthews chose neutral. He should have chose bottom. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, that was something. That was something that was else. Something else. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's really freaking good. And um, next year. It's still going to be really hard for him to win this weight class because all Woods and Alira's are back. We got to talk about this match right now. Freaking Andrew Alira's and and that was awesome. That match. So the way the first period played out was kind of like how I thought because I I said yep. I think Real's going to win this. I thought he was just going to be a little more ready for some of the things he does, and then he gets on top, which I said I thought that would be the difference maker, and I was feeling like I really had a good read on it. He's riding him really hard. It's like, man, I don't think Andrews could get away. Then he gets tilted. And then Alira is... Uh-oh. I actually thought Alira shouldn't have chose bottom. Well, I would have said that. Um, I kind of think you have to there, though. He was not close. He was not close on his feet. He was not close. Okay, so hold on. So you got, essentially, let's go. He chooses neutral. And then we just assume that Wood chooses bottom and gets the one. We'll give him the one point escape easy, right? You have four minutes to get one takedown. 
right? Uh-huh. And if you give them an escape point, then it's, it's tied and you go overtime. Then you have six minutes to get two takedowns. It's a lot of time, guys. Especially yeah. when we've seen Real Woods slow down over the course of matches. For sure. And Alouris is dynamic offensively. He gets the legs well on both sides. I I choose. I think he should choose neutral there. That's my opinion. Okay. I mean, I, I get yeah. it. I, I thought the way it was won, he hadn't been really ridden at all this year. Um, but so it was a point of weakness for him in previous years. True, but like he short shored up so many of those weaknesses. I yes. think I think scoreless, and if I'm pretty sure real deferred. So yeah, uh, I think it would have been a really tough thing for him to to do that. But I mean, it all worked out in the end. Probably not how you would draw it up. But him going double overs and th- stepping in and throwing there was was crazy, and. Could not believe the challenge took as long as it took. I mean, that was just so. I did you you. I don't know if you cut it up or if you look, but you know how long the challenge took, like in real time. Oh, uh, it was brutal. I don't know, so long. It was like ten minutes almost. It, it Hold was, on, can I ask a question? Because you, Christian, if I have questions about things, I ask you because you're supposed to know everything. <laughs> if you don't, I'm pretty disappointed. I reject Christian, the premise. <laughs> has there been an explanation on what is taking so long? So, like, are they watching it 500 times? It, can they not get the video? Are they, is it two people debating what's happening? Like, what part of this process is taking a long time? Because by the time they have the answer, we've been hope we've watched it 27 times. Like, yeah. what part is taking so long? So I, uh, not to name drop, but I was chatting with Kyle Dake about it. And I guess, I think he had talked to like one of the refs or whatever. And basically they just said, yeah, we just want to get it right. But to me... It's like, well, okay, yeah, we know that part, but it's fun. I'm almost like scrap replay. Honestly, like, yeah, that's think, how everyone feels. But why don't we, it, it, this should be simple, guys? This should be simple. So simple. You have two minutes. Two minutes. That's it. Watch it. You get to watch it four times or three times or whatever. I mean, really, that one you could watch seven times in two minutes. Easy, easy. You could watch it seven times. Um, and then my other complaint about challenges would be they're very, very, very rarely overturned. I mean, there was a couple. The whole tournament, and maybe it seems like I think in the finals there might have been two that were changed, but prior to that, it felt like there was almost none. Yeah, and I think it's rare you see um, near fall added. But really, all right, here's here's what's near fall is a simple thing, right? Are you on your back to the degree you have to be on your back? Yes or no? And then yes. how long are you in that criteria? So there's a clear Correct. there's clear points where he is on his back or nearly on his back. So the first thing you do is you watch it. And you say, okay, was he on his back for about this period of time? Yes or no? Yes. The answer was yes. Okay. Now you go back and you say, was that period of time four seconds? Yes or no? Then you just time it. There's a very simple mechanism to do that. I don't understand how it can take that long. I think it is more materially disruptive to the match to have a a review go that long than to have a call be, than to have a, a wrong call. I honestly think that's, that's true. I mean, if you have 10 minutes, Agreed. if you have a 10-minute period yes. break in the middle match, you have completely altered the impact of conditioning on, on that match. Absolutely. Um, th- that, it's just, you can't, it can't be like that. And it was, that was not an outlier. There were so many, that was the longest, that was the longest I could recall. But there were so many that took so long. Yes. There's got to be a change. They can't, they got to, man, I would be... I would be really nervous to get rid of replay because I feel like it can prevent a catastrophe. But why, yeah, why can't they just, I mean, it, it should feel pretty easy to 
systematize. You got two minutes or you got 90 seconds. You got something. You don't need to watch it that many times. Watch it three times. Watch it four times. Make your freaking call. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that doesn't make any sense about it. It's like they're making a thousand calls in real time and just going with it. But you get one call that is, you know, obviously they're the closer calls. But the idea that it would that it would then take not just a minute or two minutes, but five to ten minutes is insane. That it's like, no, you're making all these other calls in real time, and then you get one replay, and then it's like, all right, let me I, I don't know, I can't imagine. To me, I would feel the opposite. If I was a rep, I was like, let me get this going. Let me let me make my call yes. and get back out on the mat. I would feel like I would feel like I would be more compelled to be almost too fast on it. Because I knowing agree. If, if you don't have multiple angles, Christian, what are you watching again? What are you watching? You freaking watch it. You put it in slow motion, maybe. I don't know if they have that option. They should, right? And then you make the call. Yeah. That's so it. You use slow motion to determine if he stays on his back for that amount of time. Yes. And then, then you go back, and then you measure that amount of time. It is really simple. They're, they're massively overcomplicating it. NCAA the leadership and officials, you've got to fix this because you can't have matches that have 10-minute breaks in the middle. You cannot it's, have that. Yes. I mean, not point, for the match or for the entertainment product. For it, It's negative for both. For both. Yes. At one point, Real and uh, Boo were out in the middle, and... I think I don't know exactly what was said, but Real just like looked at him and said something like, what? "Yeah, <laughs> what? like laughed and was like, what? can we just go?'" Andrew, uh, I interviewed Andrew afterwards, and he's like, "Man, in the middle of it, because I asked him about the review, he's like, in the middle of it, Real was like, hey, 'Hey, we're ready to go.'" And I said, "Hell yeah, let's go!'" <laughs> they were they just wanted to wrestle <laughs> at that point, um, but you know, it, it ended up and at the end of it, great challenge, Troy yeah. Nickerson. He was on his back for for four. I and, thought it was a four count. Can we too. at least um, maybe have a penalty for challenges for coaches other than just having a set number throughout a tournament? Because there are so many throughout the course of mm-hmm. a tournament, too. And I think I like the way UWW does it better, where you give up a point if you challenge. Which I realize it's tough, but sometimes we're just, we're, but we're just seeing these know. bricks. Point, and it, uh, in folk style, I think a point is too strong. I, I don't I don't mind it. Um, I could maybe go for a few less. Like, uh, how many bricks did they get? I know it was determined by the amount of participants, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. How many was it? For Say uh, if you have uh, 10 participants, how many bricks do you have? I don't know. Oh. Christian Piles, you're supposed to know everything. I just told you that. Well, that's also... Um, less favorable to teams that just have a lot of guys, whereas teams that have one guy. No, no, no. I believe it's a number of bricks per participant. I think, I think it like it levels up. Well, I'm saying it's unfortunate to people on a team who maybe they're out of challenges or they have one challenge left, but they still have three guys sure, going sure, in the sure. finals. Or, I see what you're saying. Something like that. Whereas one team is like, we're on the backside and we're just going to throw this because we can. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just feel like, uh, I mean, a point in folk style is like, that's a takedown. A takedown escape is a one-point exchange, right? Yes. And so, man, that seems so valuable. Well, how often do we see these well, challenges, and it's like, oh. there's no way they're going to win this. They're just throwing this because they can. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because why not? I think I think that's a way bigger problem than freestyle. Yellow, yes. There's way more yellow. Only at the than... end of matches. Because Well, because okay. in freestyle, you get it every match. Every match has, has no the what. end. Um, I mean, every match, it's like, it's so disruptive because you've got. Yes. You, you like end the emotion of the moment of winning for yeah. for your YOLO brick. 
right? I think it's I think it's way worse than freestyle. There's um, just as many. I, no. No way. No, there's way more challenges in yes, freestyle. Yes, way more freestyle. Hundred percent. Um, now they're faster at it. I I think that's a distraction from the whole thing. The replay is fine. It's a good thing to have. It's a very normal thing to have in a sport yes. where technology the technology exists to get the call right. The entirety of the problem is the amount of time that these officials take in making a call. That is the problem. That's the entirety of the problem. And for those ones that are there's so many that you know the answer, you know the answer and they yes. still take forever on the conclusion. Um, yes. 100%. There's some and, of them that are obvious. Yep. So, uh, but man, what what a job by Real Woods. What a season undefeated. He gave 140 takedowns to one this year. And the one really? was a, like an Allen Hart step over thing. Uh, yeah, that that's a lot. Oh, of, you mean Alirez? Yeah, what did I say? You said Real. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Alirez only gave up one takedown yeah. this whole year. It was to Missouri Tiger, Alan Hart. Oh, yeah. Alan Hart said he got, I think he was three-time around the 12. <laughs> Lost. He was winning kind of, I don't want to say easy. Yeah. He was winning and gave up a couple takedowns in the third period to lose to Clay Carlson. Yeah, he got he got tired. Clay Carlson, um, long road back, but he gets he gets fifth, fifth. place. Yep, that was big. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we almost talked about Ohio State, but you, but, you know, it got shut down. What? I thought we did talk about Ohio State. Well, a little bit, but then you you kind of got stopped. You know, what did we talk about? We what, how do we get distracted? Well, we were we've been kind of talk, running through the trophy teams. R Romero was impressive. Uh, he came all the way back for third place. I did not see that one coming. Um, and then Demilio also got in there after Whoa. having maybe not so great of a season. Not, I mean, <clears throat> he was certainly written off this year. And I, w I had high expectations for him coming in this year. I thought this is a guy that could definitely place. And then after the way his season played out, I was like, well, he's not. And he beats yeah. Cole Matthews in. Uh... And the real wood match was good. Oh, yeah. That Second was a good round. match. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he mm -hmm. wrestled He wrestled really, really well. Um, yeah, 41 was kind of funny because Phileas got in there too. And Phileas did not have a good year either. I mean, there was points during Phileas's year. Uh, I want to say he maybe lost a Zargo or someone. I'm like, dang, Phileas just isn't very good. Yeah. I mean, and Purdue, what a – Andy wrote an article just about how close Ursland was to all Americans at different points. He's been there since 2014 yeah. and just has not been able to get a guy on the podium. And then he, he breaks yeah. through in the most dramatic fashion imaginable with two. And they – of course, they got – you know, screwed like many people did with the Corona year. They had several guys seated in like the top six or eight, and that NCAs doesn't happen. Schroeder, Schroeder, Coleman, I think might have all been Light, yeah. Yeah. Listen, to, I mean, so so Phileas lost to Mackenzie Bell, Dylan Layton, Cleveland Belton, Danny Pacino, and Joe Zargo. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I just wasn't thinking. And Tom Crook wasn't yeah. in that highly of him. He, and he really put it because he had a good Big Tens also. Yeah. It's, it's funny, too, because Purdue had a – very not good dual uh season. Yeah, they lost to Maryland. Yeah. They, well they really yeah, struggled. As, as we've mentioned, uh the NCAA tournament is not scored in dual fashion and nowhere close to it. It's really about having a couple of really good guys. Yep, and that's what, what happened here. And he punches yep. through. Uh so great job for, for Coach Erzland and company in Purdue. Very strong performance there. 
Bartlett got third. Lachlan McNeil, heck of a tournament. Yeah, that. I didn't know mm -hmm. he was that good. Heck also, I mean, he was another guy who had way better tournament than he had a season. I mean, he went six four with Alirez. Uh, he beat Cornella in that second round, yes. and then on his path back, he beat Malik Hines, D'Amelio, and then he beats Hardy, which is probably his most impressive victory. Is the best opponent he beat, I would say, before falling to Bartlett. Yeah. As you do. Yeah, I mean, that's another guy, Christian. Like, hey, you're going to love this. That, But he, in the Southeast Open, he lost two matches. He lost to Girardi and Crook, both of Virginia Tech, and then loses to Cole Matt in a couple of days later. So, I mean, yeah. another guy where you look at him at the beginning of the season and you thought, oh, man, like, man, he's not very good. And then he looked awesome at the NCAAs. Yeah, you, you really can't overreact to a lot of this stuff. I mean, how many guys yeah. had great tournaments that you're like, oh, man. I mean, Clay Carlson was one for me. It's like. Yep. Coach, Coach Hahn, is it what's going on here? And then it's not like you really saw it at Big 12. You're like, okay, here he comes. Here comes Clay Carlson. No, but not then, at all. It's, it's, it is unpredictable. On another yeah. coach that deserves a lot oh of props. Oh, my gosh. Um, at South Dakota State, getting a finalist and an All-American in mm -hmm. Carlson. And they had some other guys in the round of 12 as well, Swenson <gasps> and... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can I tell you guys a real quick funny story? It has something to do with South Dakota State. Of course. I, I got a parent at my club, and he's a, he's an Iowa guy from Iowa. Loves Iowa. Always wearing his Hawkeye shirt, right? And so he comes in yesterday, and I said, "Oh man, uh, how you know, how many how sad were you on Friday night?" And he he unz he unzips his jacket. and goes, "Yep, but my South Dakota guy State guy won." <laughs> I said, "That's right, Sloan oh, baby." He lost in the he lost in the finals. Yeah, but he, he made goes, the finals. Oh. I was drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he thought yeah. he thought he he unzipped the jacket. He goes, Yeah, my South Dakota State guy won though. And I'm like, uh no, he didn't. And he's like, Oh shoot, I was drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they tricked him because Pitt now has the same colors as South Dakota State. That that had to be the case. I was um, so I was dying. Yeah, that's that's uh, hilarious. Um uh, hey, speaking of that though, NCAA finals, Christian. And JD, we had Princeton, Cornell, Northern Colorado, Cornell, North Carolina, Missouri, Penn State, Penn State, Pittsburgh, and Michigan win. That was yeah. pretty cool to have I so many different had as teams. Many as the Big Ten. That is crazy. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not something uh you really can win anywhere in, in wrestling. It's, yes. you, you see it all the time. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, the big yeah, how much would you have won if you bet the Big Ten only has three champs? Yeah. Because That's crazy. Because you're you're feeling really strongly about the first two weights. Spencer and Roman. Yeah. yeah. And you're and thinking you they feel can win reasonably a, well about forty one. Yeah, forty one, you're thinking they can win that. I mean fifty seven, you got a crack. Got a good crack at it. Uh sixty five, they probably knew they weren't gonna win that one, but then ninety seven you feel you know, you got Max Dean, who maybe wasn't great, and you got Warner, you got a few shots, and then heavyweight, obviously they won that one. JD, is it your birthday? Uh, yes. It's your birthday? <laughs> it's his birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday, oh JD. Gosh. Thank you. Hey, I don't want to tell you how many people are watching on YouTube right now, but it might be the Mark of the Beast. Oh, no. Uh -oh. Everybody drinking Monster? 420? <laughs> <laughs> that, to me, is Stop. the devil's number. 
<laughs> Yo, so um, happy birthday to JD. That's why so many people are tuning in just to send the well wish. Twenty three, no, twenty six. Twenty six, elder statesman. Someone oh, yeah. told someone. Uh, uh, who was it? it? Was a Virginia Virginia Tech fan? He's like, hey man, love the show. Uh, thanks so much. Blah blah blah. Tell JD his mustache is awesome. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, I'll tell him. Um, People love the mustache. Hmm. Ben zoned out. He doesn't even know what I just said. Um, okay. No, you so said somebody Jay's mustache, but uh, <laughs> you're average. on some. You're on something else. Yanni gets it done. I mean, can we talk about the fact that Yanni was losing in the third period to Shane Van Ness? And like, let's talk about and Shane it, Van and it got hairy against Mirren as well. Yeah. Yes. But Shane Van Ness, uh, I mean, like. Okay, so we talked last year. He didn't have our talk before that. Said no you good can wins. Dunk on us, Christian. And then first first round, he's down eight zero in the first period. He's down ten to three with like I I'll go look, but it wasn't a lot of time left. A minute and something left, and he just made uh, one of the Millers from Maryland just die. They they just fell over. It was ridiculous. It was. Let's see. So he got his first takedown. It was nine one into the third. Nine one going to the third because the takedown. He gets a second takedown to make it ten to five with a minute and twenty seven left, and then I mean Miller just literally fell. He was still winning at the time of the pin. I think it was twelve nine or something to that effect. Crazy. Yeah. I mean his pace is a real factor uh, in a lot of yeah. these. If you look at how and when he's winning the matches, um, I'm I don't fully. Remember Panero? He was just kind of all over Panero, truly. Yeah. But then the Rooks match, he was down big in that. He gave up three, the first three takedowns what? in that one. Rooks was picking yeah. him apart, and then Rooks was picking him apart for sure. He went crazy. He went crazy, and then he gets the takedown on Yanni in the third. I mean, so smart finishing. Uh, yeah. He gets on the single leg, and then he cuts a, like head inside on the knee and circles and gets the finish there. And then Yanni's like, "All right, let me go ahead and win this match." But, yeah. So I still have mixed feelings uh, because on the one hand, it's like, oh, my God, this dude just took third at NCAs. That's really like, wow. I didn't see it coming. as impressive. And on the other hand, you were losing bigly to Graham Rooks and Ethan Miller going in the third period. And on the like, – I, I don't know if – yeah. yeah. It's, thing, I mean, it's weird, right? It's a weird conundrum to think about right there. It's almost like that just, like, unlocked everything. And he's yeah. just like, I just got to go crazy on these guys. Um, mm -hmm. You see runs like this at NCA sometimes, but yes. someone with Shane's season who had the amount of opportunity he had to like sort of make a mark and just to not have like any, a real data point that says this is coming or he could do it. Um, yes. It, it is sort of strange. And like, it's not like the bracket fell apart, you know? He he beat he beat Henson and Parco. He beat Hen and and Pinero. Yeah, he, he, he beat the three, four, and five seed en route to a third yes. place finish. Uh, yep. I mean, you, you got to feel like all right. Well, he's he's a he's a title contender next year, right? He's going to be in the mix. Hundred percent. He's emerging. Well, you got Ridge Lovett coming back. Nebraska maybe should have wrestled. This is hindsight. Nebraska wrestles him. They they were they're in eighth place without him. With him, they might have been in fourth. It would what was close. do you remember my prediction? What I said. I said you can add uh -huh. at the end of the year, add Rich's second place points, and I still don't think Nebraska gets a trophy. 
And that would have I been true. Might have, though. That would have been true by half a point. Wait, why? They would have ended up with uh they would have ended up with 70 points. If Cuz you give it your well how are you going to say Ridge is going to get exactly 60 that's what, points? But that's just what I said. I well ha, oh. there's no guarantee you get second. I just I just said, "All right, let's just yeah. say second place points for Ridge." I don't think that'd be enough to get them a trophy. Sure. But if right. he gets a pin, then he's got 18 points. I know, but if he gets fourth, he gets you know 12. Sure. Fair which enough. that's very realistic as well cuz Listen, we saw a, a different Sammy Sasso the last couple weeks here. He yep. looked, he had a really, really strong tournament. Now, now to, to counter back to Nebraska real quick, um, I think Hardy and Peyton both had the injury default, uh, suffered injuries and had the default on the That is side. true. But Hardy was losing, I believe, at the time of injury, but and I didn't see how Rob got hurt. But, yeah. Now, um, that doesn't change what the yeah. outcome, the points, but. Right. Um, they still had, I mean, Nebraska still had an amazing, amazing season given everyone's yes. expectations coming in. He did, yep. They did 100%. awesome. Uh, and they're going to be good next year. Ridge is back. They're developing like crazy. So bright future at Nebraska, no doubt. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, what? It's 9.33. All right. I don't know what we're doing. We're just going to have to keep going. All I know is we have yeah. to keep going. Yanni's well, rocket, I, I as, as mentioned. By, by law, I'm getting a pee break at 9:45. <laughs> by law, maybe, maybe you can I come can stay, back. and I can stay till 10:30 if we're going okay. that long. Uh, we'll see if Tyler will allow it. Um, he, he's the he's the shot caller here. Um, okay. so Murin, it, it was crazy. Murin, I got to eat some crow on this one. I said Murin wasn't going to AA. He might have had some help from. Uh, Jonathan Milner and Austin Gomez not being healthy, but Murin AA, I was wrong. Yeah, he he wrestled well. I mean, he gave Yanni a, a run that I don't think anyone would have predicted. Nope. He gets that. It's like you're kind of like not even watching the match because it's like Yanni's sort of in control of it. And then yes. in the third period, he comes out and gets that takedown. It's like, oh, 8-7. Got to cut him. He doesn't cut him. And then he almost claw tilts him. To his back, so it was close. I don't think I don't think it was a two count uh, scenario. A lot, a lot of people maybe think otherwise. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was a He's too high when you're right too on high. top like that. Yeah, yeah. no two. Uh, but I couldn't believe he got that close to it. And then was there was the initial, and then there was like a second attempt too. Yes, because you figured after the initial, Yanni be able to like kind of freak out and get out of the thing, and um, he uh, yeah he. Almost got turned again, but and that was like when that was happening. It was like, what is in the air? Because this was after Spencer for sure had lost. It was like, yeah. Well, no, not that one. That was the quarters. That was oh yeah. But there's some other crazy matches in the quarters, though, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no question about that. And then the Van Ness one we already talked about. Um, It's one one in the third, and Shane gets a takedown, and it's like, man, is this just going to be the night of of insanity? And you you yeah. had mentioned it earlier in the show. I don't know if I followed up, but like it was sort of eerie after the Spencer loss. There's just a weird sort of funk in the room. It was like not that everyone was down. It was just just a just a bizarre energy, sort of hard yes. to describe. But it was weird. Um, I mean, Sasso majored Parco. That's that's impressive. Yes, hundred um, percent. Just kind of tying back to that. Caleb Henson when he lost to Rooks, I was like, man, it's going to be one of those kind of like. Just freshman deals, like great season, no doubt, but 
not going to do it. And then he just on the backside, yeah. and it was not an easy draw. He goes through Lovett, and then Zapf, who I'm pretty sure beat him this year. Yaya Thomas, mm -hmm. the seven seed. And then he beats Mahler, who beat him this year. So I think he avenged at least two losses on the backside before falling to Van Ness. And then he majors Murin for, for fifth place. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a really, really impressive run. And 149 is going to be a lot of fun next year. I mean, Caleb Henson's a guy with win, a win over Sammy Sasso. Uh, Shane Van Ness obviously emerging. He wrestled Sasso pretty tough in the duel. So it's going to be a fun wait next year. Yep. Uh, Ridge Lovett coming back. That should be good. Meyer Shapiro. Uh, maybe Cody Chittum, or is he going to be up in the next weight class? I think he's going 57. We'll okay. see. Seabrick sure, yeah. goes down. That's my prediction. Mm, Austin O'Connor, bad, bad dude. Also, shout out Michael Blockus getting on the podium. He's back. Oh, shout yeah, out to Michael Blockus. That was, that was kind of surprising. Um, okay. Uh, O'Connor wins 157. Really not challenged at all by, by Levi. I thought that would be a little more competitive. I thought Levi would have a couple more chances to score. His defense was so good. Um, yes. Riding and riding. I, well, I was, you know, JB sort of mentioned on the like, you know, rolling around there under underneath. He did it once and almost. I thought he almost got turned, and then he tried it again, and he got held for that that two count. Um, I don't know, ro rolling around underneath there. I don't know why. The one that, that was blowing me away about Levi Haynes, I just was complaining to Coach uh, Coach Messer about yesterday. Is like. I so on the seal position, one of the big things right now is the ankle hook mat return, mm -hmm. right? Where they go ankle hook, boom, thumb down. You got to turn into it, not away from it, to to defend the ankle hook mat return. Anytime you turn away from it, it just makes it worse. But Levi Hands kept trying to like switch and turn turn out this way and was getting trapped there for really long periods of time. Like I don't know what he was doing there. Yeah, because Penn State does it. Like he should be feeling it in the room all the time because all, all of their guys pretty much do it. And so how can how did he not know that turning this way was the wrong way? Like why did mm. he keep turning that way? Yeah. I'm Wasting sure. massive amounts of time. But uh as it stood, O'Connor was just better on his feet too. Yeah. Real neutral advantage and ends up winning um pretty pretty handily to, to start the evening. He his closest match was against um Josh Humphreys in that semifinal. Humphreys wrestles back for third. Impressively, too, yeah. A majored frantic. Humphreys looked really good. Um, Humphreys beat Scott. Ed Scott ends up yeah. placing. Bryce Andonian now, was a wild ride. Uh-oh. Did Andonian pin Levi Haynes? Oof. I, I was a very small screen because I was watching the Madcast, but I thought he was flat. He, he looked flat, but from the replay you could, that you see we that saw, shoulder. you couldn't see. So I don't know what the officials, what all angles they got to see. But I don't think you could overturn the no yeah, pin they just call. Kind of call with what a I lot saw. of really fast pins at the college level, and like, oh yeah, I don't know, look pretty flat. The ref was right there, so I mean, he could see better than I could see on the replay. But I'm yeah. looking at it. Um, Andonian kind of had like Haynes's shoulders and body coverage where he's at, but I was like, how is he not flat right now? Yeah, that was that was more my read. It was like. You saw where Bryce was and kind of how Levi was positioned. It's like, well, it would seem like he would have to be. But you could not see because Bryce was so high, kind of right. over the head. You couldn't really tell. And um, the official was right there. And the official was definitely right there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if, if they slapped the mat there, 
I don't think there would have been major protests from anyone, including the you know Penn State corner. But and he, then as soon as Haynes got up, I was like, he's going to win this match. I kind of felt the same. But then yeah, Andonian takes him down at the end of the first, and you're like, oh man, eight one. Ah, it's a long road. But then yeah. they wipe that takedown too. So then it was six one going into it, and then he really, I mean, Andonian just didn't. He kind of. Antonio sometimes he like he just keeps wrestling as a good gas thing and sometimes he falls off a cliff. He's kind of like funny like that. I think that yeah, he is funny. He's a wild ride. You got to take the good with the bad with him because he's yeah. I mean, even probably now a lot of people were watching this round of twelve match between him and Saldate, but it was wild. He he puts himself in so much danger during times where it doesn't make any sense at all. And he's still just... <laughs> For real. He's just sending it. He's diving under. He's doing rolls. He's trying everything. It's like, you're up by four. Just win the match. But it's like, that's the blessing, the curse. That's the... That's so Space Mountain. Know, right, so that's I, the Space I, Mountain. I, I, <laughs> I disagree with you. I disagree with you here. And this is this is a coach's job. And I know Virginia Tech's got some good coaches. But your job is to help your athlete play your strengths and negate as many of the deficiencies as possible. And so if one of your deficiencies is decision-making, you got to freaking lock in. Bryce, we can't have you doing shenanigans all the time. Lock in, bro. Let's just just the good things, not the nonsense. Cut it out. This costs you so much. That's what are we great. doing here? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm with that, too. I'm with it. I, yeah. I dare say there have been conversations. I, I assure <laughs> you. the plan? I assure you. The, it's discussed with okay. Rice and that staff. Um, I did not see how he got pinned by Scott. Man, he kind of... That was another one. He was winning that match, too. He was winning? Yeah, and he, he kind of like... Yes. Roll, roll, I don't want to say rolled over, but... that. Given Listen, they beat NC... NC State versus Virginia Tech is like... That is the... One of, that, the, one of the best rivalries going right now. They want to beat each other so, so badly. And yeah. to roll over and get, give up the fall there, that almost was the difference. If Hydley beats Romero, NC State beats Virginia Tech. Yeah. It, it was that it was on a razor's edge. Uh, if who was going to win that one? Well, Andonian was up six two after the first period, and I remember because I was watching the Madcast. I remember thinking, "Oh, Andonian always kills Scott. He's already up six two. And I didn't even pay any attention. Then I remember watching Ed Scott get his hand raised and thinking, "Like what? Wait, what the heck just happened there?" Yeah, yeah. Um, hundred percent. How about when Latona beat Orini on the backside? Yep. Didn't raise the roof. He on raised, him. I asked him about that. I I got a cool interview with raised him and Eddie. Up. Basically, came off the mat at the same time after after finishing seventh. And that was a really cool cool moment. He talked about. It. He's like, yeah. He's like, they're you know we that's our rival. We got to give it back to Hydley after him doing it so much to us. And um, so yeah, that was <laughs> it. It is really kind. Of, I think it is. Probably the best rivalry in college wrestling right now, bar none. And uh, yeah, both teams finished in the top ten. They had strong performance. I think both teams left some, uh, you know, some some points on the board as well. The big question is, um, you know, Makai is he going to return for his fifth year or whatever? Wait, Makai's got another year. Yeah, but what? If, he, if he wants it, if he wants it, it's up in the air. It's up in the air. I think it's up in the air. Who knows? He Makai may have already made up his mind. He wants to do it. Um, 
Yeah, shout out to Austin O'Connor. I'm excited to see what man. I think he's a factor at at, at 70 kilograms. I don't know if he's ready to beat Zane well, I thought or anything. He's fight. Oh, he's just gonna start fighting people. I think he is. He, does, he doesn't look like That's the what type. He said. <laughs> okay, I didn't hear that. Well, even better. I swear, maybe. No, I'm not saying. I, I mean, you probably heard. Oh, I thought it was interesting. Maybe I definitely saw it somewhere on social media that he was going to fight. Hey. Uh, it's my mandatory pee break at 945. I'm going to go take a pee. I will be right back, and then we'll keep rolling. Uh, we can't go late today. We can't go any We can't go. We any can't over. go late? We can't go another 10 minutes? No, another show in the studio. What show? We can't get through the, the rest of the what, tournament in what kind of 10 numbies, minutes. What kind of numbies is this other show doing? Anyways. Yeah, we're only at 157. We didn't even get to talk about King and O'Toole. We're going to have to split it up. <laughs> Carson Karchla. Tech balled him. Oh, my gosh. What, Tyler? We're going to have to do. Uh oh. He's got a roll. Okay. All right. Oh my goodness. We're gonna All give right, well, the, the the rest of the weights uh, their full the full show they deserve instead of the quick rundown. That's anyways. fair. That's fair. Yep. That's fair. Half the weights today. Half the weights on Wednesday. Just like the preview. Fine. Yep. <laughs> Stop not. pouting over there, Christian. I can pout. You were pouting. <laughs> I can pout. I'll pout when I want. Look, Mason Paris deserves his full show. Because my official on record is he deserves a hodge after crunching the numbers this morning. He's getting a hodge. Mason Bears is getting a hodge. Yes, I agree. Are you gonna split your votes? Are you gonna are you gonna actually have some conviction this year? We'll see. We'll find out on Wednesday's show what kind of conviction Ben Askren has. Or if he's gonna sit on I the think doesn't let me vote anymore since I complained too much the one year. You, no, they can't take that from you. It's an inalienable <laughs> right. Thank you so much for listening. We got a lot more NCAA wrestling content coming your way. Stay tuned for that. Look through all those interviews, etc. We'll be back on Wednesday. Come heck or high water. Thanks a lot. Have a good week. Goodbye.